Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Alright guys, you are listening to another episode of The Gimme. I'm your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen DeMarl. Uh, I am here with probably one of my closest friends in comedy. Um, she is a comic in New York City. Uh, she's also a producer at Sirius XM. We have on this week, our guest is Hannah Widener. Well, hi. <laughs> I was like, Sally applause. <laughs> I feel like I need to get a laugh track. Like everybody's like, we need an applause break. <laughs> how are you? Uh, how are you doing? I just saw you like a couple days ago, but how are you doing in, in quarantine in New York? I'm thriving. Everything is fine. <laughs> it's actually, not, well, I don't want to say it's not that bad because it is. <laughs> I feel like you've had periods that seem like things are good. And then there's periods where I'm like, oh, things are not great right now in New York. Yeah. I mean, definitely April and May were horrible. <laughs> but I feel like that was kind of for everybody. But, yeah. and then it started to get slightly better this summer. And now it's not, it's not too bad. It's just that everybody knows that winter is coming. Yeah, and then everybody's going to, like, go back into lockdown, and that's it until March. Well, that's why I redid the apartment, because <laughs> I was like, we're going to be in lockdown if we're going to go through all this shit. I was like, I'm going to look at some nice things. I'm going to look at some nice things while i on my way to face planting into my mattress. <laughs> I mean, I do think you got a fair amount accomplished. You painted the entirety, basically, of your New York City apartment on your own. Yeah. You're like one of the few people at your job that has to like go in still. Yeah, I've gone in the entire time. Which is like, just must be such a dream. I'm essential. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Widener, the essential employee. That, like, that I shouldn't even say that I'm essential. It's rude to everyone who is. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I guess like you said, there's like 4% of people at Sirius still going in and you happen to be one of those people. It's probably like you and like three other people. Pretty much. Like that was the meeting for our company. They're just like 96% of our company is at home right now. And the other 4% is Hannah. <laughs> like company of hundreds of people. And there's only a few people going in. I don't mind it because I'm like, I'm alone in a studio. Yeah. Working up, so it's not t like of all the situations, this is the easiest. Yeah. You're yeah. I had a Lyft driver, which also sounds bougie. <laughs> During quarantine times, I'm like, um, my driver. <laughs> hey, driver. I'll say it's only because work pays for it, which also sounds like a humble brag. Well, they're just trying to make sure you don't get COVID. Yeah. I mean, it's just funny because like, whenever I tell them, like, my driver in the morning, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, hey, remember when there were thousands of people dying? Yeah, there's a reason why I take the car. <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, uh, if 
if my company was like, hey, you can get drip, I'd be like, yeah, I don't want to touch that train car where a man took a shit, you know? Is it bad that I take the train home now to feel normal? <laughs> no, everybody's trying to feel normal. It's just like a dystopia. <laughs> like it was just a part of my day every single day. And so now I like weirdly miss it. I miss, cause like you get into a routine. I was like, when I get on the train, it's my time to listen to music, play some games on my phone, chill out. Like, not that I can't do any of those things in a car, but I just, I don't know, I, I like the train. Yeah. <laughs> you had told me months and months ago, I'd be like, fuck the train. <laughs> the train can eat my dick. I <laughs> like the train. <laughs> there was a headline a few months ago where it was like, the train gets in New York gets clean for the first time in 20 oh, years. Impulsive. Yeah, when they said that, they were just like, we're fine. Like we're cleaning it during these hours. We're like, you weren't cleaning it before. <laughs> no. I mean, I've witnessed some weird stuff on that train. I'm sure you've witnessed even worse. I'm like, mm, they're not no, cleaning that. Well, no, part is like because not as many people are taking the train. It's like all the things you would see on the train are now on the street. <laughs> That's fair. We had a guy. Um, well, not we. When I say we, I mean me. <laughs> I had a guy. Uh, when I got back home a few weekends ago where I was not even five minutes home and I went outside and I walked past outdoor dining and I'm like, guy walking towards me. I'm like, I, is that guy whipping out his dick? I'm pretty, no. I'm pretty sure he is. I was like, but it's been a minute. So <laughs> I can't tell. And then he just started being on the sidewalk. But my favorite thing is that one of the, one of the hostesses at the outdoor <laughs> restaurant just goes, no, no. She's like, she's like, you can't. She's like, you can't keep doing this here. You can't like, keep doing this here. I was like, what do you mean he's been doing this here? Oh no. <laughs> okay. Well, the reason I brought you on this podcast is, although I I do enjoy talking about New York City, which is not dead, as everybody. I mean, it's kind of dead, but I brought you here. <laughs> What'd you say? So is everywhere else. That's yeah, everything's dead. Like, there's nothing happening here. So I don't know why. Anyway, the reason I brought you on this is because uh, you had a very interesting obsession, which I think you still kind of have. You. <laughs> and when you originally mentioned it, I was like, how did I forget about this? You were, like, big into, like, the chiropractic world. Yeah. So, and by big into it, I mean like I'm watching videos every single day to fall asleep. It's bad. Is that like ASMR basically at this point? It is. And what's worse is like now I can only fall asleep to one very specific woman's voice. Oh no. It's become a thing, but it's like it's narcotic to me at this point. Like the like the I start playing <laughs> I start playing the video when it's not even five minutes in and it's lights out. And you're out. Hey, I get it. I mean, there are certain, this sounds bad, ASMR artists. <laughs> That's what some of them refer to themselves as that I fall asleep to. And I feel like maybe the noises are similar, but I don't know. What's worse is that I've trained myself for when the ads play in the video to wake up, hit the button and then go back to sleep <laughs> oh my god 
<laughs> because some of them put more ads in there. That I'm like, which is frustrating. I'm like, I understand that you need the ad revenue and you need money, but also I need sleep. So get seconds. <laughs> Do you think that they know people are watching those chiropractic videos to fall asleep? Oh, absolutely. They all know this. Like they all know that everybody's watching them, which has been kind of interesting to see how certain, it's so lame, certain chiropractors <laughs> will, will market their videos. Like they know certain things that they can show, things that are copyrighted, like where to place ads. Cause they'll place ads right before like somebody's about to get cracked. Oh, like it'll be like revving up. They'll be like working the muscle and then- they know You're not gonna like exit out once the ad starts because you're waiting for the crack. This is wild. This is like a totally different side of you. Okay, but uh, I know, but if you knew where this started from. Okay, so this started. Yeah, so let's backtrack. When was your first chiropractic experience? I know. And it feels weird describing all of this because I feel like when, when I tell people, I'm like, this is like how people with fetishes start out. This is how they begin. Like, Every fetish, I feel like any person who has like a fetish has like an origin story. And I feel like for me with chiropractors, that's what it sounds like. Or it could be a super, well, it's not really a superpower because you just listen to it. Yeah. But I definitely like, I wanted to be a chiropractor growing up. Right. Like that was my goal. Like that's what I would write. Like, you know, when your teacher would hand, like hand the kids out a sheet that was just like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And kids are like, I want to be a singer. I want to be a rock star. And I was like, I want to be a chiropractor. <laughs> Which how is so weird. How did you get into it though? I got into it because my parents went to a chiropractor and when we would go, they had the best toys there. Cause you'd have like the dentist, the doctor's office, they had toys, none of them were good. And so they had the best toys at their office. So I was like, sick, we're going to go play at the chiropractors. <laughs> And they were all, they were just always so nice. And like the table was really cool. You could press buttons to make it go up and down. And like they had a rubber spine and I was obsessed with it. <laughs> oh, was this just like in their waiting room? I'm assuming. This was like in the office itself, oh. but they had a spine that was hung up and I was fascinated by it. So like, and they would let me play with it. So it's just me running around with a little spine. <laughs> Oh my God. That was so cool. And I was like, I want a rubber spine. I'm like, when I have an office, when I grow up, I want a rubber spine. And if I don't have one, I'm not living. <laughs> How old were you at this point? You must have been pretty young. Oh, young for this. <laughs> I had to have been, this started probably around like six or seven. Wow. You started early on this chiropractic thing. This was early because they would take me there. And I remember, well, the other thing too was like that I was so young and they wouldn't do like a chiropractor session on me unless like I was a certain age. So for me, it was also a thing about graduating to it. I was like, when I turn like eight, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be able to get my back cracked. <laughs> Six is definitely too young. I'm surprised they would work on somebody like under the age of like 10 or 12. Well, see, like they do, so now that I have an obsession with chiropractor videos, I'm like, we do work on kids. It makes it sound even dirtier. Hannah has knowledge. I'm just like, let me tell you about the children. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. 
Yeah, so I was obsessed with all of that. But the other part of it was like in my family, it was everybody like my dad would always ask for like shoulder rubs from my mom or like my sister and I. It's like whoever was up to the task, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I would do it and, and I and my dad would always be like, You have magic little hands. <laughs> he would tell me that. And so like when you're a kid and you don't really like have any talents per se, like you don't know what you're good at yet like yeah everything and you have an adult who tells you that like you're good at something you're like I have magic hands you're like what why am I not sharing this gift with the world (laughs) Um, a superhero (laughs) (laughs) he would tell me this and like so then it became so this is where it gets weird uh (laughs) oh boy so at my sister's like soccer games, mostly her softball games, I I don't know why I started doing it, but I started asking like all the dads who were sitting in the stands if they wanted shoulder rubs. Wait, Hannah, how old are you? You're in like middle school? No, like, ew. I, I say that as if a seven-year-old doing it isn't creepier. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so you're like in elementary school. First grade, second grade. This went on until probably leading up to fourth grade. Not so much like, so this is where it progresses and it gets weirder. So <laughs> Wait, but I want to ask, did, the, did these other dads, were they like, yeah, like I want a shoulder rub? They didn't care. They were all up for it. They were like, oh, hell yeah. And like free shoulder rubs while I watch my kid play shitty soccer. Like... While, they, while my kid in, like, softball sits in the field and picks dandelions, yeah, I'll take a shoulder up. <laughs> they were up for it. They were up for it so much so that a line would form on the bleachers of, like, just dads sitting down. And, like, every once in a while, I'd get a few bucks. <laughs> oh, you're, like, making cash. So I started seeing it. I was like, this is monetized now. I was like, these magic hands are to money. <laughs> Just picture like like ten dudes lined up, men, like dads lined up, and you're just like going down the line. Oh, yeah. I'm just where I'm working the knots. I'm getting in there, <laughs> and like I would I would get a couple of dollars, which to me at the time I was like, oh my god, five whole dollars. I was like, this is crazy because then I would go to like our small town store that was across the street from the from the, the baseball field. And I would get, like, all the hubba bubba you could imagine. Oh, yeah. I'm fucking hubba bubba rich right now. (laughs) So I would get that. And then, like, the other part of it, too, is not only was I kind of a weird kid, but I was also really shy. So I had a hard time making friends. So when I found out that I, like, had this gift, I (laughs) was like, this is a way to meet people. This is a way to make friends. This is a way to do it. So probably maybe second grade. I don't think I ever offered my first grade teacher, but I probably could have and I just don't remember it. I would offer my teachers shoulder rubs. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I would offer, I was like, I was like, Mrs. Woodbury, you look tense. <laughs> and were your teachers on board? Yes. This is so wild to me because like, he- I don't think they knew what to do. And I also think that um, because I was so weird and I didn't have friends, like, I would do this, like, during recess. 
Oh, you'd go up to a teacher like during re- school recess and you'd yeah, be like, like, they, like they would hang back and they'd be like, don't you want to go out to recess? And I'd be like, no, want a shoulder rub, Mrs. McNish? Like I'm using real names right now, by the way. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't think we have a huge listenership in New Hampshire yeah. right now. <laughs> It'd be so funny if one of my teachers was like, I remember that. But what would make me even happier is if they're really good. Because <laughs> then I'd be like, yes. I did it. <laughs> I just, I'm, I find it so comical because I feel like if this situation happened with a kid now. It would, oh my God, it would be a lawsuit. It would be like. So creepy. It would be like, who coerced this child into giving <laughs> massages? I know. It's like. My second grade teacher said I was a very stressed kid. She told me I was very stressed because I was also falling. I also had a couple learning disabilities, so I was falling behind in school. Hell yeah, I had a learning disability too. (laughs) I'll never forget my mom told me that my first grade teacher asked her, she's like, is she challenged? Does she like have a disability? My mom was like, not that I know of. (laughs) Aww. My poor mom. But like I was I was falling behind in reading a lot. I would get super stressed. I also in first grade had like a not when I say lost a best friend, I think it's like she died. I'm like, she just got a different group of friends. Oh, like <laughs> she I just yeah, bossy. She, you were bossy? <laughs> yeah, I was bossy. I was Aww. I was a weird kid. Um <laughs> so she got a whole new group of friends and so I felt very like I was weird. I felt like I had like, frizzy hair. I had buck teeth because I didn't have braces yet. So it was just the real situation. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would make friends with the teachers and they were always super nice to me. And my second grade teacher once, like, again, now saying it out loud, you're like, this sounds illegal because she was like, your homework is to take a bubble bath, just like a nice, relaxing Wait, she this like, is a specific... Homework yes. for you. Just just for me. <laughs> like, she's not telling the class, like, everybody go home, de-stress, take a bubble bath. She just knew I was so stressed, so she got me into, like, lavender bath salts as, like, a second grader. What? Yeah. What bougie world are you living in as a second grader? That's what she specifically told me. It wasn't even bubble bath. She was just like, get some, like, lavender bath salts you know just really relax and my mom I remember my mom getting them I'd just be sitting in a tub full of lavender in second grade like a little like a little 40 year old divorcee who needs to really de-stress oh my god (laughs) see the thing is is that like my parents used to ask for foot rubs but I never like took it outside of the home Meanwhile, I was like, we need to monetize. We need to this a business. I mean, you started a business in a way. Yeah. And uh, so she would like, she'd also like give me like hand rubs because it was like not in like a creepy way and just like a like a nice like adult, like soothing a kid kind of way. Like not in yeah. a weird way. That's what I had to tell myself. I was like, it wasn't weird. <laughs> not any weirder than me being like, Mr. Muncher, ready for your rub now? <laughs> <laughs> so how long did this like continue this probably went into fourth grade and then i started realizing that it was weird that it wasn't normal and that like because i remember my teacher would be like no that's okay and i was like oh okay it was like people 
don't want this. This is kind of weird. I should probably stop. Well, because like as a six-year-old, it's probably cute, but then... Yeah, then when you're like wearing a training bra and you're asking people... Yeah, then they're like, this is a little problematic. Yeah, it's a little weirder when you start getting older and you're trying to cover up your like little puff nips and you're just... Jesus. Uh, Okay, so... But even into sixth grade, like, I still wanted to be a chiropractor. That's what's crazy. I like, thought well, I you, yeah, like, for a while, didn't you want to be a chiropractor? I liked it to the point, because I remember being, the only time I realized it was weird was in sixth grade, because we were in a music class, and, like, our, everybody's favorite teacher who was there was asking everybody, like, what do you guys, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be? What, like, and, of course, every kid is still giving me answers, like, I want to be, you know, like a musician. I want to be a rock star. I want to be a doctor. And I'm just like, good luck. Um, I was like, I got this in the bag. <laughs> like I've been developing a resume. Yeah, I was just like, um, the pe- I was like, people's reviews speak for themselves. <laughs> um, and so I remember that like coming down the line and then he asked me and I was like, I want to be a chiropractor. And he was like, and everybody got quiet. Everybody was, I was like, oh, this is weird. Okay, now we're in a weird space. Well, it's and just so specific. It was so specific. And he was like, you mean like the people who work on other people's backs? I was like, yeah, that. Like, I was so excited about it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Not thinking like, oh, this is fucking weird. You should stop. Um, he's like, yeah, that. And so... He's like, okay, well, uh, I guess I'll maybe like see you in the, like, you know, like 20 years when I've got some real back problems. Oh my I was God. Like, I was like, yeah, go on by. <laughs> like, Wait, so when was your like chiropractor dream crushed? I don't know if it was crushed per se. I remember the one I wanted to switch careers and this is like kind of sad, but... <laughs> But only because I had started, so I had started writing in a journal, sixth grade, I remember it, because I had no friends. Oh my god, wait, Hannah, can we put a pause on this? Did you have no friends through the majority of your, like, childhood years? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, kinda. I had, like, one friend, like, occasionally through the years, but it was, like, People were, I got bullied the shit out of, so. Yeah, and also middle school is just, like, shitty. Like, 6th, 7th, 8th is horrible. Middle school got better for me only because we combined schools. So, 6th grade, like, up until 6th grade, it was all one school, one town, very tiny, small group of kids. Yeah. So, shitty kids in there, you're like, well, we're just stuck with each other for years. Right. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to take this abuse and eat in the bathroom a little longer. Oh. I love eating an Uncrustable to the sound of a flush. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. <laughs> but, um, but the, I mean, but the only good thing, not good thing, but about like getting bullied in that sense is that that made me have to like think quick. So it's just like, okay, you're going to be mean to me. You're going to make fun of my teeth. I'm just like, well, I'm just like, you're, you're wearing high water pants or you look like your parents got divorced. Like, shut up. <laughs> You gotta think fast. (laughs) Um, And so sixth grade, I didn't have friends. I started writing in my journal. And if you look back now on those entries, they're only sad because it's just like, 
dear diary, you're my friend. Like it's, it's, it's either really sad or like is kind of faintly manifesto-y. Uh, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little school shootery vibe. Oh uh, no. Not in like, I hate everyone kind of way, but just in like the sad way of like, you know, any kid who's starting to go through puberty and then like, yeah, getting made fun of because you don't have tits. Um, and bad teeth and bad hair. <laughs> I'm over it. Um, yeah, so I started journaling. I was writing all the time. And I also had a weird obsession with magazines okay. as well. I would sit, I would sit in like a Shaw's or, <laughs> or any like mark. And I would, my mom would go grocery shopping and I'd be like, I'm into the magazines. It's like, we couldn't, <laughs> we couldn't. I'm really like an old man, just an old man and be like, I gotta hit the pages. <laughs> no, I used to do that at Barnes and Noble. My mom would be like, I gotta go find these books. I'm like, I'm going to the magazines. I'm gonna go read Cosmo for a while. Oh yeah, because Cosmo was like the dirty magazine you could read. Dirty. Yeah. Dirty. Cosmo was crazy because they'd be like 50 sex positions and you'd be like, I didn't even know there were like two. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, I haven't even had my first kiss yet, but I'll learn these blowjob techniques. That was so hilarious. We were literally like 12 reading blowjob techniques. Meanwhile, I was like, I was just like, how do we get this tape on him? Oh my God. <laughs> no. Oh my God. So I was, yeah, I was writing all the time. I was reading magazines like crazy. And my sister had suggested, she was like, why don't you write for a magazine? Why don't you do that? And when she said it, I was just like, I was like, oh. I was like, this is what I'm gonna do. I love clothes, I love writing, and I love magazines, and this is my destiny. <laughs> this is the point where I have to ask you, were you giving your sister these shoulder massages too? So that's, that's something that's fun. It's, that's like been a running joke in our house, only because my sister and I had bunk beds growing up and she would always ask for a shoulder. It would be like, we're about to fall asleep. And she'd be like, yeah, can I have a shoulder rub? Can I have a back rub? And I'd be like, Ugh, no, it's like, I don't want to. And she's like, I'll give you one. I was like, you better give me one. You better not stiff me again because she would stiff me every single time. Would she just, like, fall asleep? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would get up, I would crawl my way up to the top bunk, because of course she was top bunk. (laughs) Like, top bitches get top bunk. Mm -mm. I hope that's my quote for the podcast, top bitches get top bunk. (laughs) Top bitches get top bunk. (laughs) (laughs) So I would crawl all the way up there, really tired, like, half falling off, and... I would give her a back rub and then I'd be like, okay, my turn. And then she was like, oh. I was like, no. you didn't pick up on that. She should have no. given you those back rubs first. I am a trusting person who believed my sister <laughs> and I fell for it every single time to the point of where my parents were like, at this point, it's just abuse. Like you, you gotta stop saying yes. She was just like lever. She was just taking advantage of you. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> oh, God. So it's still a running joke in your house, though? Like, 
Yes, because like because anytime we go home, she'll be like, "Can I have a shoulder rub, like really quick?" Like, or even now, like because she lives in New York, and so we have like we'll have sister sister sleepovers, because we're fucking cool. <laughs> Just a thirty-two year old woman and a twenty-seven year old woman still having adult sleepovers. Fine. <laughs> totally normal but she'll be like I have a shoulder rub like my neck really hurts and I'm like if you do this again to me at this age <laughs> like we have learned nothing yeah apparently no it's fine I don't mind it so much now but it is kind of funny because I've been watching so many cuts so like the chiropractor let me tell you about Brenda <laughs> oh this is the woman that you follow online this is the woman who I follow and she um how do I describe her (laughs) what's her like what's her social hand do you know what her name is her name is Brenda Mondragon Mondragon chiropractic in Florida (laughs) does she wear like weird spandex outfits sometimes I've seen these videos yes she also has um she has like a fake ponytail. I can tell that it's a, like a ponytail extension because it doesn't match her hair whatsoever. Like in the very beginning in her in her early videos, she has she like she bleached blonde the shit out of her hair, just bleached it. Yeah. And every time I watch it, I I would look and say, "Whoa, this is." I was like, "This woman's hair is intense. Her outfits are intense." And I find her voice annoying and I would make fun of it to the point of where I just pass out and fall asleep. Yeah. And now her voice soothes me. I even enjoy her really bad jokes. I have to say though that I find her like video headlines very misleading. Okay, yes, but that doesn't mean I don't watch every single new video. <laughs> yeah, but she'll be like a 27-year-old wrestler epic back crack and then it's just like a couple pops so i don't know if you know much about the chiropractic youtube world i know a little bit because there's some real freaks out there yes there are and i'm one of them Um, (laughs) there's a few different people so there's like a few of the main people that i'll tell you about so like there's um there's like a there's this really hot guy in la who does it um that's what his name is i couldn't remember it for a second uh dr jason who just recently worked on gabrielle union um hate that i know this (laughs) he's worked on gabrielle union eva longoria and that like weird um that guy logan paul oh god hey everybody needs a dollar okay (laughs) Ooh, that's a low bar logan paul okay so i kind of like I dipped my toe in the water with his videos because he's like the most popular and I think he just gets a lot of views because he's so hot. Um, he did post a photo in the speedo the other day that was questionable. <laughs> not because questionable he's not hot. good or bad. <sighs> I I just like well my favorite my favorite thing that he does, which is so douchey and it's very LA, <laughs> is that if he whenever he's with his client his clients just like I'm so glad you came in you know this is great you know blessings blessings on this day that's so tacky but so LA it's so is and it's so funny he's like it's a real blessing it's a real like he loves the word blessing um and he also when he starts he's like he's had some different video montages to start off 
his chiropractor videos. They all do. They all have some openings that they do now. Um, his has now changed because it's just videos of people getting their backs cracked. And then at the end, he's like, who's your chiropractor? He, like, <laughs> po- he points at the screen and says, who's your chiropractor? He's like, who's your chiropractor? This guy sounds kind of like a douchebag, honestly. He is. I'm sure he's nice. He's got, like, a smoking hot wife. Like, they just, it's so funny because, like, they, um, whenever they do videos together, it's, I always look at the comment section because everybody is like, is anyone horny in here? Like, what's happening right now? Oh, my God. There's, they're both just, like, ungodly hot. (laughs) I'm not surprised. It's, uh, I mean, to be a chiropractor in LA and work on Eva Longoria, you probably have to be hot. That's, like, a requirement. Okay, so then you have, like, so you have him, and then if you want to go into more of, like, the European side of the chiropractor, so they don't, like, they're not, when I tell you I'm in this world, I'm in it. <laughs> okay, the European side of chiropractors. Okay. Chiropractor who's in Italy, who's, um, they don't, so they don't say the word chiropractor over there, and I'm trying to remember the word that they use. It's, oh, osteopath, that's what they use over there. Um, so that's what you have to type in in order to find them. It's like it's the sick international how, videos. It's sick what my YouTube searches have become. <laughs> so if you just type in like osteopath videos, this guy comes up. It's this Italian guy who does um, who does these videos, but like every single one of his clients is only like in a sports bra and like really tiny shorts, or like the guys are just like shirtless and like practically in their underwear. And you're like, it's weird. I, well, it's weird, but I also feel like over there, I'm like, is this normal? But they all seem like they're also like, they do underwear modeling on the side. It's so strange. Well, for the videos, he probably doesn't have his real clientele from like the hills no. of Italy. So in a while, you'll kind of get a little uggo in there. Oh my God, Hannah. <laughs> mean. You're but bullying so- these poor people. Every once in a while, you'll get, you'll get a little normie in there. <laughs> And he'll correct them. But my favorite thing is like he'll like he'll talk in Italian, but he'll say like a few things in English and he always starts off with hello my friends. <laughs> Are there subtitles on these? No, he's usually just saying like the Italian word for like breathe and just like oh, yeah. stuff. It's nothing crazy. There's a chiropractor that I have to ask you about that I can't remember the name of, but he does the crack and then he jumps back. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is he from, is he, does he have a Southern accent? Is he from Texas? He might be, he always wears like fucking suspenders and like a button oh, down. Wait, wait, I know this one. He's like based, okay, so he's based, I think in New Jersey or Delaware. I know exactly which one I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> he wears suspenders. He's bald. He yes. Has, he has like weird whistling when he does it. Yes. He does like weird whistling. Okay, so the greatest thing about his videos when he does that is if you go to the YouTube like video description, for whatever reason, this guy feels the need to write paragraphs about what this video is. And every single person in the comment section is like, yo, have you checked out this description? (laughs) Well, he's kind of a, it feels creepy a little bit. I'm like, super weird. This guy is super creepy and like, and half the time I feel like he's flirting with his clients. So I'm like, this is so weird. It always feels like the beginning scenes of like, it feels a, a little a, like an adult <laughs> film. And I'm like, I don't think this is meant for YouTube. 
yeah there's a lot of moments yeah during that where I'm like I don't have like no <laughs> yeah no so there's so he's there and then okay so the other only two that I really know about is um there's this guy in Texas who does this move called the ring dinger the ring dinger he does this move where he it's almost like a Y strap. I don't know if you know what a Y strap is. I don't know the, what the heck that is. Okay, so Y strap is basically like it's this strap that they so there's like there's a handle that you pull and then there's the straps it here and then like a ring basically like a just and like, your head goes in it. It goes around like your neck. Like Jesus. So it puts it over and then it does that and then you take the bar and you just kind of like loosen the neck i want to get one of these because i secretly feel like i could do it no that's dangerous you could use the white strap on you <laughs> no i have a neck injury i would in the world that <laughs> i just want to see how it goes um try it on your sister oh no i she's she already knows i'm a freak and so I've told her before. So the the woman who I watch, Brandon Mondragon, does this technique called washa. Um, yeah. Which, yes. So she basically it's like this metal, almost looks like a boomerang essentially. And you use it, you scrape people's backs, and it brings out the petechiae she has taught me, um, <laughs> which is just like the metabolic waste that's in your system. And so I don't have one of those. But you can also use like a spoon or something. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I was getting acupuncture for the brief period of time that I was living that bougie lifestyle, uh, the woman that guashed me used a friggin' wonton soup spoon. But, no, but like that's what you're supposed to use. That's like the traditional thing that people use. My sister has like the like the jade guasha that you use for your face. She does, and I want to use it on her back, but she won't let me because I'm just like it'll only be bruising for like a week. <laughs> It's kind of freaky watching those videos, though, like how much, like, blood comes up and you're like, this doesn't seem safe. Oh, no, it's fine. Like, it looks, it looks terrible on screen, but I love it so much. Oh, my God. I want to, I want to do it to my sister because I just want to see what, like, comes out of her back. And also, I want to do it so that she'll do it to me. (laughs) Jesus. I just want somebody to guasher me. That should be your new like uh, Tinder profile. I just want someone to guasha me. There was um, so I told you about. So I do still go to the chiropractor, which well, because like we never even talked about like the fact that you at a young age were actually going to a chiropractor, right? Yes, and then I always went through. I would go maybe like twice, like twice in a year. Okay. I- and just just to um I because I was running a lot too I was doing sounds like a humble brag I was doing track (laughs) as if everyone didn't make the team (laughs) I was running but I was running a lot and so I would and our next randomly like our next door neighbor who had moved in ended up being a chiropractor and she did her office that she used downstairs so I would just have all I have to do is just walk next door yeah and then get my back cracked but then she started getting like a little sloppy when she got a boyfriend she started doing like our session started getting really fast she's like i have to i have to go get changed because he's coming over and i was like oh okay you're like uh excuse me i was like you're getting sloppy (laughs) crack me bitch let's go so now um now that i have insurance boy that feels like a really humble brag in 2020 (laughs) 
now that I still have insurance, healthcare. I have healthcare <laughs> and, <laughs> and can do things. Um, <laughs> even though all I'm doing is just getting COVID tested, which is free. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, it's fine. Um, so I went to, I would, there's a chiropractor's office that I went to in New York. So I was trying to find a place because that, that's part of the reason I started watching so many videos is because my back was killing me. Yeah. Which is what happens when you're depressed and you just lay down all day and you eat cheese in bed. <laughs> you get a little back pain. Those wheels of cheese. Those wheels of cheese really do you in. <laughs> um, oh, I started getting really bad back pain and I found a chiropractor that was that took my insurance and I had found, I think on like um, I almost said zip recruiter, Jesus, um, like ZocDoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we are a COVID-free household. I just want that to be known if anyone hears cops. <laughs> um, so I went there and I could kind of, it, it, the office that I go to, it's like, it's kind of like any, any other office that's in New York. It's always in a weird place. Yeah. You're just, you're like, oh, there's a restaurant down here, but also it's a chiropractor's office. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I get into the office. I'm kind of looking around. I'm like, it's not sketchy, but it's not great. Um, and I was like, oh, whatever, you take my insurance and I need this really badly. So, and I looked at their reviews because the other hard part, like anybody who I tell, talk to about my chiropractor obsession then tells me the horror story chiropractor things. They're just like, I know somebody who went and then they were like paralyzed or they couldn't move the, like, I was like, please don't tell me these things. You have to like go to a reputable person, but like. Like did that person, I was like, did you research to see like if they have a degree on the wall or like any kind of indicator? So I went and the first time was fine. And so this, like, it was, it was very quick. And it's gotten to the point now where I've watched so many videos that when people start explaining things to me, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I already know this. Like, I, yes, no. I'm like, I, I'm already like ready in the, in the positions on the table before they even put me in them. Oh, like they'll be getting ready to explain it to you. And you're like, oh, I know what you're going to do. When people around the table, they like, throw the person's arms over, they move the leg up to an angle, and meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm ready. <laughs> Wait, so do you still see the, that chiropractor? We have, a, we have a strained relationship right now, because, um, so I went to, um, I went to that chiropractor, and they did it really quickly, but the only reason I kept going back is because afterwards, they were like, oh, now, now you can, you're going to do body work, and I was like, body work? And so basically you go into this other room. So I went into this room and this one's just like, okay, like, I realized that this was going to be a massage. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. I was like, I'm getting, I was like, I'm getting a massage for copay dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, let's do this. And like the first, the first time I went and I did, I was like, this is great. I just got a dope massage. I'm like, for maybe like 15 minutes, I was like, that's more, like, I paid less than I would going anywhere else. This yeah. Is great. I was like, you know, the, the chiropractor woman itself wasn't that great. I was like, but I'll come back for the massage alone. Yeah. <laughs> so then the second time, the hard part is like certain chiropractors, what they'll tell you to, to get you to come back, which I do think when people say that chi like 
chiropractor appointments are a little bit of a scam. I'm yeah, they like, tell you to come back for an adjustment like every six weeks. Yeah, so that's so this guy. This is why oh, he was like kind of douchey because he was just like he's like you know when I'm healthy when I'm doing it I'm getting it like once a week once a month doing this I'm like uh I'm like bitch I can't afford that. <laughs> I was like, these copay dollars only stretch so far. I'm only here because I have a few more weeks on my parents' insurance. Please <laughs> just let me. Well, and also, like, your insurance probably only covers a certain amount of Well, that's visits. it, too. And also, I just don't need to go in that much. I'm like, that's insane. Why would anybody need to go in that much? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Unless you have serious spine issues. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. Was, I'll, I'll work on the depression. I'll get, I'll get it in gear. <laughs> I'll, I'll stretch every once in a while. <laughs> so, so then the second time I went in, they're like, okay, let's do this um, testing for blood flow. I was like, what? I was like, blood flow? I was like, what the f-? I was like, whatever. If you're not making me pay for it, sure, I'll do a test. <laughs> if you're not going to charge me, sure, I'll do it. Now, this was during last summer. And the funny part is, is that the morning I knew I was going to the appointment, I said, I was like, I was, all my laundry was dirty. It was just one of those weeks where it was like, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. I just don't have time right now. It's fine. I'm not gonna worry about it. And in my head, I was like, well, I'm going to a chiropractor appointment. And I was like, well, I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't, do I need underwear? Is that really necessary? I was like, it's a chiropractor appointment. Why would I? Oh need- no, <laughs> Hannah. But I need underwear. <laughs> and so, so cut to the blood flow test. Jesus. So I walk in and he's like, okay, we're just going to like put um, these like things on your legs. It's just like, like basically just like squeeze your legs, see how like the blood flows, like test. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this Sure. <laughs> But then as I'm sitting there, he's like, okay, you're just going to take your pants off and made it. And like, without thinking, I just totally blanked that I was not wearing anything below until about halfway through pulling off my pants. Jesus. And like, he had paper over me, but at the same time, like also first, just want to point out, first of all, should have stepped out. He should have stepped out. (laughs) That's fucking weird that you just stayed in there. But only the best healthcare for me. <laughs> so I'm like halfway through doing it. I totally noticed. I'm just like, oh, that's that's my vagina. <laughs> oh my god, that's my vagina. And he probably it was the most uncomfortable. Like five, it felt like ten years that this test was going on because I'm just thinking, I'm like, please don't like notice what's happening. He had to have known. He had to have known this was like, this was the worst. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I can't be the first person who's had this problem, right? <laughs> like, well, they also I, didn't tell you like what the test no, was gonna. Not that anyone has to tell me to like put on some underwear. <laughs> like, but I just wasn't thinking that day. Of course, I told my sister, she's like, you're not wearing underwear in the dirty ass New York streets in this heat. I was like, I don't need you to judge me right now. Oh my God. Dramatic experience. (laughs) I am judging you a little bit too, but like also it's fine. Okay. I would say I was really broke, but then, but then you're like, but didn't you pay $20 for a copay? And I'm like, you're not wrong. (laughs) It's fine. 
So I have gotten back there, um, like, but it took me a long time before I went back because I was like, I can't show my face there. I was like, a man there has seen my vagina. <laughs> How old is this do- this guy? He was probably like late forties. I would oh. say. I mean, I can't. The, first, the man there who has seen my vagina and knows I'm like a dirty ass bitch. <laughs> I mean, there's like a minute clinic in West Lafayette, Indiana that I'll never go back to because one time I was convinced that I had anal worms. <laughs> so like that doctor saw what? the butthole. Anyway. What were the signs? <laughs> Why were you convinced? Because <laughs> I consider it. You'd have to, there would have to be. Some pretty aggressive signs. I considered like the three pounds I lost to be like excessive weight loss. Shut up. <laughs> and then I had watched like an episode of Tyre you Banks. Lost three pounds and you were just like, I have a tapeworm. Yes, I literally was like, and I worked at a horse barn, so I was pretty sure I picked up worms from a horse. Oh my god. And then the <laughs> and then the worst part of it, Hannah, was that they Maybe made me I know who could drop three pounds and just be like it's a tapeworm. I know it. <laughs> I was like, can we, I was like, I have a tapeworm. There's something in me. And then they made me like, the worst part is the guy like was like, take things to the next level, which I love. Like the other day when you were, we were talking about someone who lives in LA and you're just like, yeah, I think they want to leave probably because of the you know, the fires and there's no comedy. I guess you're like, I guess, I guess. I was like, you think? (laughs) Can't confirm or deny. Yeah, there's a big reason why they might not like it there right now. (laughs) Okay, but the moral of this story is that I had to show this guy my butthole and he had to shine a flashlight on it to see if the worms came out. I had that, so I... (laughs) Which they did not, and he still gave me the prescription for worms. So why did he need to see my butthole? I mean, well, they have to check. If you tell them that's what's going on, they have they can't not check. <laughs> oh my god, I remember when I was so I don't remember it, thank God. But when I was little, I did have those butt worms. Oh god, <laughs> poor parents had to like go looking like fucking Indiana Jones style. <laughs> it's like wild. In Indiana Jones, worst crusade ever. <laughs> it's wild that they're like, they come out to the light at the end of the tunnel. So disgusting. Anyway. Yeah, I, I got it from a kid in daycare and my mom had to go and look and she was, my mom was telling me, she's like, I literally had to try not to throw up while looking. And it's like, oh I'm so God. sorry. That's rough. <laughs> my poor parents. Well, so you you went back to the chiropractor though after this vaginal incident (laughs) don't call it (laughs) a vaginal incident makes it sound like a bomb went off (laughs) like a crime scene happened you're like yeah it was the vaginal incident of 2015 (laughs) i was trying to be like vaginal incident of Hannah's mid-twenties. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I went back, so because of quarantine, now bringing this all full circle, because of quarantine, 
and because we're laying down so much and just not really moving a whole lot, I've had a lot more back issues. And so I got an email from that, from that chiropractor's office. They're like, we're open. Our doors are open. We're going to mask up, baby. Let's do it. I love I that like, you put like a woman's like late night phone voice on there. It's two dudes who work that office. But, but that's like, that's how the email felt to me. That they were just like, let's get it. Let's get it bumping. Let's go. And and so I, I waited a while because when they opened back up, I was like, we're still like pretty early into the reopening phase. I don't know if I want to be face to face with somebody trying to like, and also I just didn't like, it's the same, I feel the same way about dentist office, unless it was an emergency surgery or something I needed. I'm like, why do I need to be in a healthcare professional's face right now? Yeah. Breathing and in potentially endangering them yeah but not bad enough and I was like crack me bitch I need this <laughs> so <laughs> so I went I went there probably maybe June June July and I got in there and when the thing that they said on the flyers that they're like we're taking temperatures we're doing all the precautions everything's fine I could have walked in there naked and I don't think they would have noticed quite honestly <laughs> <laughs> like that would have been the same way you were in there before honestly <laughs> I just would have been showing maybe 90% more of my body 10% veg last time <laughs> they they just were very nonchalant and I could tell that people were a little bit lax on the mask so I was like oh no I'm like this is where we get like the more like easter like medicine type of deal where You'll notice in a lot of chiropractor videos, especially in Brenda's video, that she's the only one wearing a mask. Granted, she is in Florida, so it's not shocking, but she's the only one wearing a mask and her patients are not wearing a mask, which is wild. Um, yeah. Fact, not requiring them to is crazy. Yeah. Um, that's the only time I'm like, damn it, Brenda. <laughs> so I get in there and... I had asked for a different chiropractor because the last one was such a douchebag. Okay. And the other who I worked with before, I was like, oh my God, you're so nice. Why didn't I work with you before? But they have very similar names. But when I called, I, I got, and I got in there and they were like, I was like, I'm here to see Dr. Like, Fredrickson. Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh yeah, uh, Dr. Friedrichsen? I was like, I'm, th I'm sorry, what? I was like, no, 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 no. I mean this one. And they're like, no, 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 you mean this. And then he comes around the corner and he's standing there and he's like, is there a problem? I was just oh, like, God. so uncomfortable. And I'm like, I can't say like, no, I don't want you because you're a douchebag. Um, <laughs> I was like, and there, I could already hear them on the phone. They're like, oh no, this person's only in on Wednesday. And I was like, all right, I'm not coming in in another week. I'm already here now. Yeah. Let's just get with. And it was not good. <laughs> it was just as bad as the first time. Uh. I was like, well, they're probably not going to do the massage portion of this because what, it's fucking COVID. Why would they? Right. I was like, that seems insane. But they brought me in there and I was like, okay, I guess we're doing this. It was, I don't even think you could call it a massage. <laughs> and I don't blame her because if I were them, I wouldn't want to be doing any of that either. I would just be like, 
No, this is a hands this is a hands off situation for me. <laughs> I feel like they're just like touching you with like utensils. It, it might as well. It was literally just like it might as well have just been like this, like <laughs> just like a lot of slapping. No, just getting slapped around real quick. And I was like, and I think they were so focused because I was. I, I knew this time I was like, I need to tell them that it's just my neck hurting because otherwise they'll focus on other things and I won't really get the thing that I need. I yeah. Like, yeah my neck is really killing me. And she didn't touch my neck once. Mm. And I was like, man, I was like, I know I should really not be complaining right now because I didn't even think that this portion of this would even happen. Yeah. I was like, nothing is worse than somebody just slapping you around like a bunch of cold cuts. Oh my <laughs> God. I just, I'm like, okay, this, I think I feel worse <laughs> now. So I don't think, I walked out of there, I was like, I don't think I'll ever be coming back here ever again. So I'm on the hunt for a new chiropractor. So if any of your listeners know of anybody good in New York who take, Hit who, Hannah up. Who take United Insurance, please, <laughs> please hit me up. Well, I think we're coming to the end of this episode. Unless you have like any other, you know, hot takes that you want to, you know, give our listeners. But I feel like we've covered like a pretty wide spectrum. We've pretty much covered the gamut. Yeah. Okay, so I've always told you to go to the chiropractor because you have your neck issues and your headache issues, but you refuse to. No, no, no. It's not that I refuse to. It's that I'm always on shitty insurance that doesn't allow chiropractors. And then I also have like a few people that are like, make sure you get x-rays because they're going to jump on your neck and you'll break it again. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, for you, yes, you probably, I mean, you would just have to let them know that, like what has previously happened to your body, I yeah. would hope. <laughs> but also uh, being in quarantine has been surprisingly good for me because I haven't been sitting at a desk all day staring at a computer. So my mm. neck is a little bit better. But I also think that I probably would go to a chiropractor at this point. I would do it. I'm available. <laughs> no, I'm not going to trust you putting my my head in a sling. We can Amazon that Y-strap so fast. No, I'm not. I don't trust you. You'd have to do it on, like, your whole family first. <laughs> like, if Kathy lets it happen. You're just going to see my sister in a neck brace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I'll be like... Hannah did that. Well, do you have anything you want to promote? I mean, there's like no shows really happening, but do you want to promote anything while you're here? I don't have anything to promote. Oh my God, what a joke of 2020. Uh. <laughs> Every time I ask and people are like, I don't know, my social media. Yeah, I'll sure. I'll promote that. If you would like to see <sighs> pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah posts a lot of thirst traps a lot of thirst traps it's a lot of premium content <laughs> and sometimes she posts she posts hot takes on twitter you know do i though do i <laughs> i think so <laughs> i mean i, I you know <laughs> i feel like my stories are where it's at <laughs> yeah hannah posts good content your what what's your handle for our listeners it's at hannah comedian <laughs> super easy to remember Oh my god, I feel like by the end of 2020, it's just gonna be like, at Hannah, former comedian, <laughs> like... Oh yeah, it's gonna be like that for the next 10 years, basically. I feel like that's everybody. If somebody would just let me get my handle back for my actual name, this wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. There's a girl 
with three followers who has Aunt Hannah Widener and I want to message her and tell her to delete her account. Just do it. Just do it. I almost think she's a bot at this point. And I'm like, this is just rude. She's a bot (laughs) out there to troll you. All right, guys, you have been listening to another episode of The Gimme. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you found us, as I always say. Uh, Please uh, like and subscribe. And don't forget that if you give us a five-star review and you send me a message and let let me know, I'll send you some free merch. Uh, Take care. Have a good week. Bye.